0: Revolutionary Talk for Revolutionary Times. Liberty Talk FM. Well, it's a marvelous night for a moon dance With the stars above your eyes A fantabulous night to make romance Neat the cover of October skies all you know, the leaves on the trees are falling To the sound of the breezes that blow. You know, I'm trying to What's up, what's up, everybody? Happy Fourth of July. This is so Todd Bubba Hort, The Bubba Show, and uh, it is our Independence Day, and uh, I want to thank all of our military and veterans and families of and everybody to allow me to be independent and give me my independence. So thank you, and thank you to those currently serving. Uh anyways, um, about six months ago, I did a, a webinar on trading plans. And since we're at the halfway park, halfway point of the year, halfway mark, I want to share it with you again today and uh, let you see what uh, what you're doing right, what you're doing wrong, and how to make sure you get forward. So let's go to a webinar that I did the first of the year, and this is a, a on trading plans and how to build yourself a trading plan. So we're going to start from the beginning. Here we go. And what's up? What's up, everybody? Welcome, welcome. It's great to be here. It's great to be back Great to be back on air. I miss not being here on, on these days. You know, I'm used to doing a lot of this, but it's great to be here. And, of course, I've got a big agenda today, and it's all about the trading plan and about getting ready for 2018. Uh, and, uh, you know, I think that, uh, you know, it's something everybody needs and everybody should work on. And I think what you'll find out, if, if you do this and you follow, you will actually make yourself a better trader. At the end of the day is that not our objective to be a better trader um uh and uh, i think this is something that we have to you know focus on and again listen i i have nothing to sell here this is all this is just straight about getting you prepared for next year so you know let's let's get rocking and rolling here and again uh, i know we've got a worldwide audience we've got china australia alaska uh, uh hawaii so we're, we're pretty much cost all the way around so Anyways, uh, just the quick risk disclosure when I do these kind of webinars. I'm not reading it to you, but you can. Re- I'll give you five seconds to read it yourself. Uh, trading about risk and past performances and so on and so forth. Okay. This webinar will be emailed to you later. Uh, why are you muted? I don't know. Uh, it will be emailed out later today. Uh, you'll, the recording will be around. Uh, so, yes, it is all recorded. Uh, and, and, if you remember, uh, many lines use this movie, but I think the most famous was, uh, uh, Wall Street and life all comes down to a few moments. This is one of them. Okay. And, uh, I think this is one of them. I mean, again, these are things, you know, I, I typically don't waste, waste too much time, uh, with, with nonsense, right? I try to give it straight and give it factual and give it out to you the way it should be. So I think this is, this is life all comes down to a few moments and this is one of them. Now, some basic, little simple life rules. If you don't go after what you want, you'll never have it, right? We know that, okay? If you don't ask, the answer will always be no. If you you do not step forward, you'll always be in the same place. So remember these things. And again, like I said, this is about preparing yourself to be involved in what I think is the greatest business ever, myself and also that gives you the greatest opportunity to, to increase your, your personal wealth, okay? Now, just those of you who don't know me, uh, I am Todd Bubba Horowitz. I've been doing this for 38 years. Um, I'm, I'm the founder and author of Bubba Trading, Bubba's Trading Guide to Trading Weekly Options, and my new book, that's my new book, and Bubba's Guide to Trading Options. I regularly contribute to Fox, CNBC, Bloomberg, BNN, RFD TV, Phoenix TV of China, and Kitco News, I have my own radio show every day, 2 to 3 Eastern, and I was one of the original market makers in the S&P, which is now one of the most famous uh, one of the most famous uh, pits or one of the biggest pits in the world. Uh, yes, this will be view- available later. So the trade bank components, we've got to learn how to set goals, when are you going to trade, how much are you going to risk, how much profit will you look for, how am I going to enter trades, how am I going to exit? position management and rules. And those are just basics and you know, just a general guide of what we're going to be talking about today. Now, today we're going to talk about a trading plan, who needs the plan, managing a risk, entries and exits, focus in decision-making, creating the plan, know yourself, and set realistic goals. Okay. Did I miss something? I knew I missed something. Hold on. This thing gets so jumpy. All right, so... One thing is you're, you should be always constant, constantly evaluating your trades and managing your money, okay? A trading plan is important so that you're prepared. And you know, basically what you're te- what you're doing for yourself is you're telling yourself what you're going to do next, okay? You know, again, I, I love the example I use probably 999 times out of 1,000. That's when you get in an airplane. The first thing they tell you is where the exit is. But what they're preparing you for is if there's a problem. Okay. Well, trading is the same thing. What are you going to do if, and you have to be prepared to do what if, all right? So, you know, you should have a, you should keep a daily log. Now, I'm a big advocate of using uh, a daily log that I write. Okay. I'm not interested in all the fancy computer crap. Excuse me. I think that computer crap is great, but I think that you lose A lot of things on the way when you when you when you become so machine driven for your notes, not for actually work, but for your notes and things like that. I think you're doing yourself a disservice. Now, I will tell you, I will put it this way: Uh, my son, who works for Edward Jones now, he's an advisor for Edward Jones, or working his way to be advisor, but he took all the tests and he's all passed them all, and now he's working in an office. But we were talking when he was studying for the test, and what he did is he'd rewrite his notes. And I said, why would you do that? He said, because I can remember it easier. It's better. And that's what I'm telling you. Okay, if you take the time to write down your trades, they will make more sense. You'll be more equipped and more prepared for the next step. If you continue to depend on technology for everything, you'll become mush. So you need to keep a log because what you're going to want to do is you're going to want to know what you're doing, you're going to want to know how you reacted, and you're going to want to be able to go back and look back, and you'll know how you felt when you made trades when you were making them. And to be honest and self-aware is, is very important in this business because you're going to make mistakes. And I don't mean you're going to make a mistake hitting the wrong key. You're going to chase a market. I can guarantee it. Okay, you're going to go after a market. You're going to make a bad trade. You know it's a bad trade when you're hitting the button. You're still going to make it. Okay, This is how you avoid yourself to, to, to keep from repeating Making the same mistakes over. You can find new ones to make, but don't make the same ones over again. Uh, Yeah, but I did not prepare one. But a, a simple log. I just, I just keep. I buy one of those little books at like Walgreens or whatever. In a little notepad, and I just make it a journal entry every day. Okay, of what I traded, right? What trades I'm making, and how I handle them. Okay um i will show on a call i did show once before but i did not put one in here today you know the trading cards because i also keep trading cards on my desk you know i'm an old-time trader so i keep trading cards on my desk so that when i'm you know trading actively to, to do that now see if i if i can pull them up before we get done i'll see if i can do it get it done for you stay focused and streamline your decision making okay again the financial markets can move rapidly and again it shouldn't matter to you if they're moving rapidly. If, if you've been with me any period of time, you know that the news and the crap doesn't mean anything. You should not be looking at what's coming out, all right, because what's coming out is already out, right? Now, I'm going to give you an example. Last Friday, a week ago, there was a, a cattle on feed report, so that's for the farmers of, of, of cattle, okay? And... I wrote in the morning before the report, that report came out, and the report's not coming out until after the close, and they're closed for three days. But I go, based on the market action, the report's going to be very bearish, and I will bet, bet you that the markets will rally from that point. And we'll come back after the break with the results of what happened there. But in the meantime, this is The Bubba Show. I am Todd Bubba Horwitz. Happy July 4th. Happy Independence Day, everybody. And thanks for sharing part of your day with me as we go back and look at uh, a trading plan that we built a while back. In the meantime, don't forget to download the show each and every day at libertytalk.fm, the only station that you need. This is The Bubba Show. Todd Bubba Horwitz. We're going to step out here for a break. We'll be right back with more of The Bubba Show. Todd Bubba Horwitz coming right back. Welcome back to the Bubba Show. Todd Bubba Horowitz on this July 4th. Happy Independence Day to everybody. And of course, we're going to give you the answer to what happened on the Catalan feed report and everything else. So let's get back to it right now. Here we go. And and because the markets already knew what was going on, it was already priced in. So if you look at it, and I'm going to show you the chart just because I think it's important you understand what I'm talking about and, and how to why you should ignore all the news and all the crap. Okay. Now, this is the chart, if it ever comes up. There we go. Now, this was the news announcement right here. Okay, that was that last Friday. So here's this week, Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday, Friday, Friday. Okay, what happened? It went straight up. So again, if you would have tried to play the news, it'll lost your potatoes. Okay, so being uh, planned and ahead of time and ahead of schedule, which means that you're putting yourself and your decisions are almost pre-made, all right, as to what you're going to do. Because when you're in the heat of the battle, it's too easy to make those mistakes. It takes the emotion out of your trading. Look, we're all going to get emotional. I get emotional all the time. I mean, I'm sure probably 50% of you, I've yelled at it one time or another, okay? But that's only because I care. But it's because I understand how the emotions of this business work. I've seen it. I've watched guys. I've watched girls. I've watched everybody go through it, including myself. But the key is, is to be able to keep yourself calm and remain calm all the time. Annotating screen captures, that's good too. Uh, Logs of paper, then get ripped up. How do you make them succinct? I I get all these questions later. Keep calm and carry on, there you go. There's my Bitcoin trader. (laughs) Who needs a trading plan? Everybody needs a trading plan. Okay, again. Look, this is not, I get no benefit from the plan, okay? You get the benefit. This is something that I'm I'm sharing with you because, again, your trading is a business. No matter what you do for a living, whether it be maybe some of you, I know some of you are full-time traders, but no matter what you do, this is a business. Do not create it into a, a hobby. Either do it or don't do it. If you want to just be a casual investor and just buy and hold stocks, that's great. There's nothing wrong with that. But if you want to be active in this business, then you better learn how to be active correctly and give yourself a chance. So everybody needs a plan. Okay. You know, we have we all have listen, obviously I'm probably the most experienced on this call, all right. But I'm still trying to learn every single day. I work every day looking at different things, trying to figure out better ways to do the same thing. Always again, in other words, trying to find a better way to build the same mousetrip. All right. But at the end of the day, we're all we are all going to do the same thing. And we're going to all do the basic read. You know, I don't have a magic formula to read into a chart, you know, like yesterday. Okay, I said, and I texted out to a bunch of you yesterday and I wrote in my emails yesterday that I would not be surprised at all if the markets collapsed late in the day. What happened? They collapsed late in the day. All right, Now again, this doesn't make me a genius. That makes me, have seen the movie before. I could see how it was trading. It made sense that that was a likely experience, okay? Um, but the trading plan itself is again, taking away a guess for a decision. Your decisions are pre-planned ahead of time. Buy a daily page, there you go. Set up structures to manage your risk. Okay, now again, depending on what you're trading, and we'll get into this a little bit, but you know, you, I have about seven different trading plans. Okay, I have one trading plan for futures, I have one for stocks. I have one for options. I have one for hedging. I have one for my mom. You know, I got I got a whole bunch of stuff that I got to do. So, and each one follows a different set of rules depending on what's going on. But you know, again, you look at what you're doing. If you're if you just trade trading, you know, tra- straight trading, and you're just trying to trade back and forth, then you need to have a risk. You have to you have to set that up properly to begin with. Okay, again. I don't believe that you should ever put more than 3 to 5% of your account at risk at any one time. Again, because this is, you know, we go into, you know, what they call the risk of ruin. You know, if you get too big, many many people try to get too big. So if you've got, you know, a, a $10,000 account, you should never have more than three to $500 risk maximum on that account. You want to look at, you always want to understand what should be your risk-reward ratio. Now, again, that will change depending on, what you're trading, okay? I'm willing to go one-to-one on a risk-reward ratio on some products, and on others I'm not willing to go less than one-to-four or one-to-five. So, again, <clears throat> this is where you have to do some soul-searching and set yourself up, okay, and figure out what you want to do. And, again, there is no right or wrong, but it has to be defined. Wake up every morning and treat your trading, not only day trading, but your trading like a real job. This is This is real money. Okay, We're not talking about monopoly money, although if it was up to the Fed, they would make it all monopoly money. But this is not about um, a toy. This is not about going to the casino in Las Vegas or wherever you live or wherever you may go to the casino. This is about trying to put yourself in a position a year from now, five years from now, 10 years from now, 30 years from now, depending on your age, of where you want to be. And if you don't treat this like a real job, you're going to end up, Wondering what happened to all your money each time and each and every time the markets get really volatile. So one of the things that we like to do is is before you trade, okay, is the market trending or ranging? Okay. Is it is it range bound? Is it in consolidation or is it trending in a direction? Okay. Are the bulls and bears currently in control? Now you, you should know that. That's that goes back to our phases of the market we talk about all the time. With so many different options, how can you have one? I don't have one plan for all. I, 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 and I actually, actually, I didn't want to let this out early, but I'll show it to you later. I got some attachments I'm going to put onto this thing as well. So I got you covered, my dear. You're, you're my inspiration. I know. Okay. Are the are the indicators that I use confirming my trade? Now, do you use indicators? As you know, most of you know that I don't use them. Now, I've been playing with some, and you saw them on my charts I always take them off when we're going, I don't like the, what it does to the chart for everyone I'm trying to teach, but I'm playing with some different stuff. I don't have an answer yet, but I'm, I'm working on it, okay? Again, I told you, I'm, I do this every day. I mean, I, I look for different ways to do the same thing. Is there a significant level of support or resistance nearby? You certainly wouldn't want to be a buyer if something was running right up to resistance, and you wouldn't want to be a seller if it was on support. You know, That's one of the things we teach when we teach the blow up pattern. You know, you look at it, why would I want to trade there? So, you, again, you have to you have to recognize these things. Are there any significant news releases coming up that could impact the trade? Does it have earnings coming out? Is it an FDA stock? You know, again, I hate to always give the bad stories, but those are the ones I always remember. And I was I was going away with the family. They were going skiing. And I had a stock that I had a lot of shares and I had a lot of money in it, and, and I didn't take enough, nearly enough off, of course, when you're short, you're never short enough, and when you're long, you're never long enough when it goes your way, but in the meantime, I knew better, and I let somebody convince me, and I didn't follow the plan, and I let somebody convince me, and here we are getting on the plane, and I see a news item come out. I knew the news was coming, and they failed. It was an FDA test, and they failed it. By the time I got off the plane and my stop, the stock had gone to zero, All right? And I knew, and I wanted to be out of a lot more of it, okay? So again understand what's coming out and how it will impact. You know, if you're trading Pfizer, not much news is going to impact that. But you're trading some of these little little biotechs, they could get creamed or they could go to the moon. Where should the market not go if my edge is correct or where should I get out of the trade? Okay, and again, you know me, I don't ever get out, you know, of of long-term trades. I hedge them. But have an idea of where you need to hedge yourself a little bit better, or if you're going to exit where you would think about exiting and how you would exit there, okay? Am I utilizing no more than five times leverage on my account? Now, again, I'm not a big leverage guy, all right? I don't like to see people over leverage because it typically leads to to tears. So I enter the trade based on the prior answers. And these are things, again, they don't have to be these exact questions, but this is a general idea when you're trying to focus on making that next decision. Now, the day in the life of a successful trader, okay? Now, you get organized, trading time charts and trading platform. Are there any foreseeable events that might affect the markets traded? Market analysis and have a plan. Trade the plan, entry and exit points, proper risk control, okay? Because there's one thing I know for sure. It's better to wish you were not in a trade in, in a trade, than to wish you weren't. And that's always, that's the motto of the Bubba Show is uh, – wish you were in that trade instead of the ones that go to zero and you wish you were out of them. I can't tell you how many times it'll happen. Remember, the markets are open 241 days a year and you can trade anytime you want. So so don't try to rush in and, and remember to it's better to wish you were in than you were out. This is the Bubba Show, Todd Bubba Horowitz. We're actually doing a little replay of a trading plan. In the meantime, don't forget to download the show every day at libertytalk.fm. We're going to step out of here a break. We'll be back more on this Independence Day. July 4th, 2018. The Bubba Show. Todd Bubba which We're coming right back. What's up, everybody? Bubba here. It's finally here. The long-awaited Bubba Report bringing you news from all the trading floors across the globe. We've got Scott Lady, the cow guy, as seen on CNBC, Fox, and Bloomberg. We've got Keith Bliss, CNBC, Fox, and a floor trader at the New York Stock Exchange. We've got The Badger, who writes the hot topics in the political news. We've got myself putting together my own unique indexes that will help you give you a better idea of what's going on in the market. All you need to do to get a hold of the Bubba Report is go to thebubbashow.org and sign up for the newsletter, or you can email me direct at bubba at the bubba we want you to have this report because we've got over 150 years of experience talking about markets, getting ready for the trading, and puts you in the best position to have successful. So email me at bub at to get a copy of your report or go right to the website, thebubba.org. Make sure you get it. It's a must-have for every investor and trader. The Bubba Report. Welcome back to the Bubba Show, Top of it's on July 4th, 2018. Happy Independence Day. And thank you, my thank you, everybody. But thanks to military and veterans and all those people who have made it possible for me to have my independence. Let's get back to what we're listening to. Here we go. And I've been in plenty of those I wish I weren't in. All right. I've got stacks of sheets of stocks that say NA next to them. And you know, that's never a good sign, right? That's, that's not a good price. N slash A, which is not applicable. That means they have no price. You know, from the old days, you know, we bought, well, we bought everything, right? Any, any garbage that anybody said is going here, it's going to the moon. Well, we all bought them. You know, that was that was the casino part of the trading world. But you should do something for your for yourself today that you will thank your future self or thank you for. All right, again, that's where you're trying to get to. All right, so the general trading plan rules. You write it down. All right, write down. a lot. I'm going to give you questions. Okay, I'm going to show you. Base, but again, everything what works for me may not work for you. So you want to get you want to start with a general outline of what your expectations are, a general outline of what you do, a general outline of how often you're going to trade. You know, again, not all of us trade. Like I don't trade a lot on Tuesday mornings. I don't trade a lot. Why? Because I'm doing media, so I don't really have time to really trade a lot. Uh, so again, you have to understand what your schedule is going to be. Don't make a plan that you can't adhere to. Okay, track your progress. Okay, develop a clear and concise method of recording your trades. It's critical. It's, it's again, I said this earlier, but it's for the long term, it's going to make you better. All right, it's not something that I'm trying to create busy work for you, it's something that I'm trying to help you. That again, no successful business operates without a solid trading plan. Yeah, guys, get lucky. I mean you know guys bought Bitcoin at seventeen cents and it's now fifteen thousand dollars. But they didn't have no plan. And and I, I think it's the most ridiculous thing ever. I watched a guy on Fox the other day. I think he was with the FBI, I'm not sure, but he was like he was like I'd say a silver worker. I would say I would guess his salary to be somewhere between sixteen and eighty thousand dollars a year. Okay. But the point is is that he had two hundred bitcoins. Okay. Which is worth right now I think three hundred million and three million dollars, I believe. Okay. And the the host asked him, said, Are you gonna sell any? And he said, No, they're going higher. And I go, Why wouldn't you wouldn't you want to take some money off the table just in case? So I always say this to you, okay, we always get to a point where we should want to sell, but don't let the emotion take over from I have an objective. Okay, and I want to make X amount of dollars to, oh, well, it's going higher. Because remember, when they're going up, we always think they're never going, never going down again, right? And when they go down, we never think they're going up again. That's a very common mistake that many traders make. And that's where you get trapped. That's where you hurt yourself. So don't put yourself in a position to not be planned to how to exit. Now, the way that I exit, okay, personally depending on the trade, but I never have a target that gets hit, okay? I have a target, but what happens when I get to my target, all right, what I'm going to do is I'm not going to get out there because I don't know that that's the end-all, be-all, but what I do in my plan, okay, is if my target is 150 on feeder cattle, okay, I'm not selling my feeder cattle there. I'm putting a stop in, and I'm going to continue to move my stop up, but I'm going to let it run as long as it will run. I assume it will stop there. But I was actually short feeder cattle from 162, okay? And I kept saying when I was on TV, it's a sale, it's a sale, it's going to 148. That was my target. But when I got to 148, I didn't cover at 148. I moved my stop down and let it come down and it actually went down to 140. And that, that's what you want to put yourself in. You reach your target and you it should create a reaction from what you want to do next. And that should be part of your plan. So if you're, if you're trying to make 15%, let's say on a stock, Okay, It gets to a 15% profit, then you need to protect most of that 15%. You don't have to protect it all. You can let it run, but at least know that your exit says, I'm getting out if it does this, and your plan should be set. You put your stop in with a broker or just written down. If I'm going to put a stop in, I put it in. Again, here's one of the biggest fallacies and the biggest flaws in human nature Mine included, okay again, I don't ever I'm not criticizing anybody, is if I don't put it in, guess what happens. I make an exception. And I the true story, you can listen to a radio interview I did with somebody a couple weeks ago. I've actually done that to the tune of three or four, thousand dollars by not putting it in and keep giving it another nickel another, I nickled myself to about three grand. okay? Um, Watch your money. Okay, this business, especially your long-term money. Now, look, we can all have is 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 some people call a little pushkey or a little a little gambling fund. You want to fire away at, at at some of the cheap Bitcoin stocks or some of the cheap pharmacy stocks. You want to have a little bit of a gambling fund. That's another trading plan. That's a gambling fund. Put it aside. It should never mix in your in, in inside your regular money. Okay, you have to have money for each thing that you're going to trade. You should not be mixing them. Okay, it's very important. Now, here's what I was talking about earlier, multiple plans. Okay, for your investing portfolio is one plan. Now, my investing portfolio, I never sell stocks, okay? I hedge everything. So, I'm always continuing to buy. I'm not selling. I'm never I'm never a seller. I don't have a risk model because I've taken the risk by hedging my portfolio, right? But I'm always investing and I'm setting aside Depending on if it's my regular account or my Iro, which is for my business, because, you know, those are certain restrictions. I can only buy certain things in there. Uh, so whichever account I'm doing it for, I've got a plan how I'm going to attack that and how much is going to go there. Right? My day trading is another one. Whether I'm trading, you know, I'll, I'll, I don't very much day trade options anymore, with the exception of Wednesday afternoons and Fridays when the expirations are coming up. Uh, and there's Futures. I trade futures every day. So, you know, what are what is my plan for futures? Because, again, they're all different. And then in, inside my futures, there's also a breakdown. There's a subcategory because some of my futures are, are based on a blow-off pattern and some of my futures are based on a long-term hold. Because I do trade futures as a long-term hold, like I trade equities. I mean, I've got a full portfolio of futures that I keep all the time that I rotate in and out of. Options, stocks, hedging, farmers, and producing marketing. Again, a farmer and a producer is not going to have the same plan as an investor, even if he's hedging. He's not hedging or she's not hedging because she wants to compound her portfolio. They're hedging because they want to protect what they've got in the ground because they got to borrow a million, two, three million dollars a year just to get to work. And I, I can't wait to see the marketing plans this year because you're already starting off at a loss. But that's their career. I do trade options on futures occasionally, but I really prefer outright futures. I think what you'll find out is, if you want to be more active, you have a much better shot in the uh, in the outright in the outrights. And I'll explain why later. I will go. I'll go through all these questions. I promise. I won't miss any of them. I, I if, they're, if they're not really on point of what I'm talking, I will. I'll skip over and come back to them later. Okay. So where are you now? Okay. In other words, where are you mentally? Where are you emotionally? Where are you financially? What sort of trader are you now? And that's another thing you have to define within who you are, okay? You know, it's easier for me to describe it from a floor trader's point of view because on the floor, there was scalpers, which are just trying to trade back and forth, all right? And just trying to make a little bit on each and every trade. There are trend traders that are looking to catch the longer-term trend. There are shooters, okay? I was a little bit of both. Um, there is um, <clears throat> premium sellers. So what kind of trader are you now? What's your best thing? What do you like to do best? What What's your knowledge and your experience? Are you trading at something that you might should not be trading in? Is the strategy that you're using more complex than you understand? Now, you notice that on the calls, I've switched to giving out four strategies, usually, so that everybody has, a, so I got somebody for everybody. How much capital do you have to trade with? That's a good question. I'll answer that one right now. Is it best to have a different account for each asset class? Not necessarily. I would say for sure, your <clears throat> you would want to have a separate account though for your investing versus your trading. Okay, that you'd want to be separate because I think that you you get confused. You're going to hear about that in a little bit, but I think you get sometimes confused, and I don't want to, I don't want to mix the two. I think you want to have a separate account for futures. But Not only because I think you should have a separate account, but because I think you'll find out that the ones that offer it all are typically much more expensive. And this business is about cost as well. Okay, not only cost of trading, but cost of what cost you get the trades done. And I think you'll, you'll find, while you think are some of the example, uh, they don't have great margin unless you have a $25,000 account to trade futures with. And even that, their futures are, are, are expensive or at the upper end of what you have to pay. To trade them, and, and again, I'm a big fan of, of, of cutting back all the costs that I can because cutting costs is about liquidity and that's really what we're always focused on. And by the way, if you'd like to get a copy of this with this all the slides that I'm talking about and you can see them, all you have to do is you can email me at Bubba at BubbaTrading.com and I'll be happy to send you a copy via email. It's free. So if you'd like to get this and get a copy of it, just email me again at bub at at bubbatrading.com. And while you're there, you can sign up for my daily updates, which are also free. Uh, In the meantime, as we replay our event and uh, wish you a great 4th of July and uh, happy Independence Day, remember to download the show each and every day at uh, libertytalk.fm, the only station that you need. And we're going to step out here for a break and we'll be back with more of The Bubba Show after the break, this is Todd Bubba Horowitz, The Bubba Show, and we're going to come right back on this July 4th, 2018. Happy Independence Day. We'll be right back with more The Bubba Show. Todd Bubba Horowitz. Welcome back to The Bubba Show. Todd Bubba Horowitz with you as we replay. Trading plans from six months ago as we go into the next six months. And by the way, if you'd like to get a copy of this with the slides and all, all you have to do is email me at bubba dot com. In the meantime, let's get back to our trading plans. Here we go. Because the money should go in my pocket or my kids' pockets, not into theirs. Where do you want to be? And again, that's where you have to set up. Where do you, where are you trying to get to? What do you want to achieve in your with your trading? What sort of time frame do you have? And what will success look like? Ten dollars round trip is is ridiculous. Okay? If you're paying more than five dollars, you're, 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 you're getting hosed. Just a quick note. You know I love you. So it's not I'm I'm not criticizing you, I'm just telling you. Okay? Ten dollars is a rip. A good plan equals no fear. because fear is the other guy's problem. You know, I love that. I just watched that movie again for about the four thousandth time. Huh. Uh, trading places. You can call me. I'll give you a place you can go. I I, I think you're in London, so there, almost anybody will take you. As long as you're not in Canada, almost anybody will take you. Fundamental analysis versus technical analysis. Okay, what's the difference? Well, I'm going to tell you a story. As you know, I like to always associate some stories and what the difference is. But this date that I have marked here, Apple, this was in 2012. Okay, Apple was at an all-time high, all right? So it was over 700. That was before it, re, that was before it split seven for one. And that's when everybody had a a separate ticker on the TV. Apple, you know, was going. the first $700, I was going crazy, right? So the earnings were in September. I was on, okay, on Bloomberg, all right? I used to do Bloomberg for all these earnings trades. And I went on Bloomberg after the earnings came out, and they reported the biggest quarter in the history of Apple, okay? The biggest quarter in the history of the world of any company ever, Okay, and they're, oh, it's great, they're the stock's on. And they came to me, and I said, what do you think? I said, I'm a seller. <laughs> this this stock is overextended. It needs to sell off, and I think it's going to get cut probably by 30 or 40%. And, of course, it did. Now, again, I'm not saying that I'm always right like that, but that's, again, understanding where the market is and where the street is. The street already knew that. The street had already priced it in. They knew what it was going. They were already buying. So now, the logical choice was to sell it. So from a fundamental standpoint, you would never sell it there because, my God, the fundamentals were great. But from a technical standpoint, this, it was actually blowing off to the upside, which is a perfect spot to sell it. So when you're using fundamental analysis, and I'm a great advocate and a great believer on using both, okay? For my investments, for my retirement, or maybe for my kids instead, but for whatever, for whatever's going in the long-term account, I don't buy on fundamentals, but I, I pick the stocks I want to buy that have good fundamentals, but I don't buy them until they show to me technically that they're ready to go in the direction that I want to go. Okay, That's something that it's a hard mix to make, but it's something that you need to understand because if you learn that process, you'll never overpay for a stock. You'll never chase a stock up to buy it just because you got to get in your account, All right, which is one of the things I, I tell everybody. If you must buy today something, and it's not technically set or savvy yet, buy a smaller portion. Be prepared to buy more if it goes down. Now, you know, we don't press trades as our losers, but if, you only, if you're willing to invest 5,000 into one stock, and you buy 1,500 the first day, and it goes down, you can be prepared to buy more. Whereas if you buy all 5,000, you're just stuck. And here's the, the next problem, when you start mixing accounts, and you start mixing trades together, is sometimes you take something that you had intended as an investment and you turn it into a trade because it performs so well right away, which is not what was not your intention, was not in your plan, but you got greedy for the moment and you took the money. And then of course there's the the worst is is when you find a when you're making a trade and that trade goes against you and you go, Well, I'll put it in my investment account. I can hold it. That's the worst decision you can make. And those decisions to be made by technical analysis, okay? But if you bought a stock for an investment and it's performing, why sell it? You know, I bought Facebook, you know, when it came out at 40, I wouldn't buy a shirt. I knew it was overvalued. I knew it was going down. And we actually bought it on my Monday night call. We bought it, started buying it at about 20 or 22 on the way back up when it went under. Of course, I was out of it a long time ago because I made the classic mistake of turning a, an investment that I, something that I thought was realistic into a trade. I took the money and I took the money at, at, at 30 instead of 180. I took the money in NVIDIA at 18. We bought it at 14 instead of 220. What it's trading now, right? Again, that's the point you, you got to focus in and, and, and set your objectives, how you do it. Long-term account fundamentals will give you something that you want to be in. Um, Robin uh, Robinhood is, I, I'll talk about that later, okay? Fundamental is how you find your long-term investments. Technical is how you trade them all, okay? Remember that. That should be in your all of your plans. You're going to trade. You're going to execute based on technical analysis. If you fail the plan, you are planning to fail, okay? Again, if you're prepared, you're in good shape. Now, there's where you decide what type of trader you're going to be. Now, again, I fit all of these right here. This is me. Every one of these is me, okay? But not all of you are going to be like that. You know, not all of you are going to be full-time traders. So we have, and I teach, okay? I teach long-term trading investing. I teach swing trading. I teach short-term part-time day trading. I don't believe that anybody unless you just have nothing else to do, we should be a regular day trader as your only career in these days. I don't think there's enough business. Now, again, there is some in the new, uh, some of the new Bitcoin stocks are pretty wild, so it creates some action. But as a general rule, most are not suited because true day trading means that you're sitting in front of that machine from like 7.30 in the morning till five o'clock at night, okay? And I'm telling you straight up, I mean, this is not to discourage you, but when I worked, when we, when the Badger and I, my partner, when we were working together, one of us was always watching the other position. One of us always had to be in front of the machine and it was almost 24 hours a day. And I'm telling you that again, because the movie you're looking for is going to miss. So you got to decide on who you're going to be. So the first thing you got to decide is what your work schedule is going to be, which is why if you want to be a part-time day trader, which you can be, if you follow my my one method, then you can be a part-time day trader. But again, I'm not advocating or telling you to do that. But you need to discuss in your, with yourself who you're going to be. Are you, just, are you just building for your retirement account? Are you looking to swing trade some things? And, you know, again, are you looking to scalp sometimes? And again, you can scalp in the futures market. That's something you can do. But it comes back down to who you want to be and who you're planning to be. And that will do it for today's part of the presentation. We'll come back with it more tomorrow. But it is, again, it is deciding on who you want to be. It's deciding on what you want to do. And, and there's, a, there's, a, there's many different ways, as they say, to skin a cat. Okay, there's many different ways to trade in this business. So you have to decide what you're doing, what your risk is about, and who you are. Because at the end of the day, that's what it comes down to. It comes down to... Who are you? Who do you want to be, and how are you going to get there? And it's like any—it's like any other business. I mean, this is the nice thing about trading: is you know, if you if you do not carry positions and you just try to t- trade during the day, you you have an office, you know, home, whatever, wherever it's at. You walk in in the morning. You've got no inventory. You have no you have no risk overnight risk on you know the market's changing. You have no overnight risk on your inventory because you don't have any. Okay, you have no accounts receivable, you have no accounts payable. And then when you start trading, you start building those things up. And then at the end of the day, you close your business and you go back and you don't have anything to worry about once again. So that's something important. That's why we talk so much about uh, being in the business and, and how the business functions and how the business works. So we'll come back tomorrow with, with more of this and continue to try to teach it. In the meantime, everybody, thank you so much. Have a happy Independence Day. Happy 4th of July. Be careful with those fireworks. Don't forget to download the show at libertytalk.fm. And if you'd like to get a copy of this presentation in full, all you have to do is email me at bubba at bubbatrading.com. Everybody have a great day. Thank you, military. Thank you, veterans. Thank you, everybody. Happy Memorial. Excuse me. Happy July 4th. Happy Independence Day. This is the Bubba Show, Todd Bubba which We'll see tomorrow, everybody. Have a great day. Thanks. Revolutionary Talk for Revolutionary Times. Liberty Talk FM.